the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Looks good outside. Yeah, buddy. It's like 100 degrees in the uh, indices. You're a scientific type of dude. Auto order indices, man. You know, I I don't know, actually. Mike off then, Dagon. <laughs> if you can't come up with me in this business. Just make it up. You make it up, Dagon. See, I thought you were going to ask Too me late. a question about atmospheric levels. That could have worked. It could. I should have said that. Not, I would have never known. Ah. All right. So anyway, 100 degrees. Magnificent. I'd rather sweat than freeze any day. Now. A little bit ago, Joe Biden with Kamala Harris. And Kamala is kind of looking really happy. And she's looking happy with one of them big smiles like, I'm going to be president someday. And uh, that's what I'm thinking is going. But Ed Martin is going to be on here. And Ed, just bring Ed on right now because I got I got a little something. Ed, Ed you there, partner? Yeah. Yeah, she's a happy woman, isn't she? I mean, she looks like a happy politician. I guess you get to the top of the heap. And, uh, you know, six months ago, the Democrat base rejected her. The Democrats didn't want her to be the nominee. Today, she's the strongest vice presidential nominee. Uh, People believe Mm -hmm. Joe Biden will, if he wins, serve at most one term. A lot of people don't know if he'll serve one term. It's an amazing turn of events. Impressive, impressive day. Let me... Speaking of impressive, I thought, you know, I would, uh, they called me. I, I hate to say this, Ed, because I know through the, you know, pro-America report, pro-America newsletter, yeah. oh, the thing that, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I'm on that mailing list and everything. But yet at the same time, I do listen to, and they listen to me. And so I got a call from the campaign of Biden and Harris, and they said, can you, because they know me as a music maven, can you come up with some sort of, of theme song for the campaign this year because you know the clintons used uh, don't stop talking about tomorrow whatever it is by fleetwood mac and oh don't yeah, stop yeah, thinking yeah. about tomorrow yeah. that's what it is right uh and so i thought to myself i'm gonna present this and they're listening right now too so ed at the end of this i'm gonna come mm-hmm. to you but until then just just listen all right sure. all right i got you this is the idea that i'm having for the song that should be used by the biden harris campaign here we go Soft at first, sweet, sweet, and here comes Kamala as Stevie Nicks. Let me stop you right now, baby. If, if you're going to say you're fragile. These people, yeah. they're animals. They're going to eat you up. This is politics. You don't say you're fragile. Right. 
Let's continue. I just said, do not tell these people you're fragile. They will eat you up. No more fragile for the rest of the campaign up until Election Day. Remember, this is the part that Kamala Harris will be singing if indeed they decide to use this tune as their campaign theme song. Please, no more fragile. Let's continue. Good, good, good. Let them know you're strong. Let them know you're strong because they then will not mess with an independent woman. Oh, that's good. Let's continue. Not let them know you have feelings. And also, don't worry about him walking out your door because we all know once he gets in the house, he's going to be staying in the basement. Let's continue. (laughs) Kamala, this is your campaign song. You are singing the Stevie Nicks part. You cannot say with the lyric, lovers forever face-to-face, you cannot say that you and Joe got a thing going on. I do not think this song is going to work for you people. Ed Martin, your opinion, please, sir. (laughs) Well, hey, look, I I am all for taking apart... uh, some of these candidates in terms of their policies. But I will say this. You come out of California politics. You survived that. She's a prosecutor. You know, there's a time where you take it to pieces and time you salute, as you would teach me in terms of, you know, the verbiage there. And I just give her a salute, man. I mean, this is top of the heat. She's three years in the U.S. Senate. She's tough. She's a fighter, as you point out. I mean, I got to say, if you look at this, pull back a little, Smash, She's isn't she running for president right now? I mean, That's nobody really at. thinks Biden's at the top of his A game, yeah. right? So she's really the, and she's a, it's it's a, only in America can this happen, right? I, again, I want to celebrate yep. this. It's a great it's a great day in lots of ways, but uh, you know, I I have to say, I wonder if she could take some of your advice on how she's handled herself on the national stage. Here's the one thing I'll say: if you play big league baseball. It means you knew how to get better and better every level up. You know, you might have been the best player on your Good high point. school team. But when you go to college or double-A, triple-A majors, you got to get better all the way up. If you're Kamala Harris, you had to get better every level you've moved up. Yeah. So she got she got kicked in the tail six months ago in the primary. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean she stopped learning. Yeah. And, you know, I I would say to people that sit back and say, oh, there's no way she can win – it's America, and, you know, people get a narrative of what's happening, and she right now, it's pretty darn compelling. I don't like her politics, yeah. but it's not, this is it's a big league pick that Biden's taken, which means something. I tell you what, in my opinion, he picked her out of fear, and I'll tell you why. Because the way she came at him at the debates, that would have scared my ass off, too. But <laughs> I'm going to play that. Yeah. I'm going to play that right now, Ed, and when it's done, yeah. I'll ask for you to comment on this, because to me, he picked her out of fear. Here's the debate. I'm going to now direct this at Vice President Biden. 
Um, I do not believe you are a racist. And I agree with you when you commit yourself to the importance of finding common ground. But I also believe, and it is personal, and I was actually very, it was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. So I will tell you that on this subject, I'm going to start it crying. cannot be an intellectual <laughs> debate among Democrats. We have to take it seriously. It's a mischaracterization of my position across the board. I did not praise racist. Come that on, is Joe. Not true. Number one. Number two, if we want to have this campaign litigated on who supports civil rights and whether I did or not, I'm happy to do that. I was a public defender. I didn't become a prosecutor. I came out and I left a good law firm to become a public defender. When in fact, when in fact, when in fact my city was in flames because of the, the uh, assassination of Dr. King, number one. Now, number two, as the U.S., as, excuse me, as the uh, uh, Vice President of the United States, I work with a man who, in fact, we worked very hard to see to it we dealt with these issues in a major, major way. The fact is that in terms of busing, the busing, I never, you would have been able to go to school the same exact way because it was a local decision made by your city council. That's fine. That's one of the things I argued for, that we should not be, we should be breaking down these lines. But so the bottom line here is, look, everything I've done in my career, I ran because of civil rights. I continue to think we have to make fundamental changes in civil rights. And those civil rights, by the way, include not just only African-Americans, but the LGBT community. But they, Vice President Biden... Do you agree today, do you agree today that you were wrong to oppose busing in America then? No, do you agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a oppose. failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the second the, class to integrate Berkeley, the, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local decision. So that's where the federal government must step now, in. That's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. That's why we need to pass the Equality Act. That's why we need to pass the ERA. Biden was front and center. But so were his vulnerabilities, as Senator Kamala Harris made very clear and very personal in what's arguably not just the most dramatic moment of the debate, but the entire primary season so far. Biden's record now under scrutiny for suggesting the federal government should have a limited role in integration. Biden telling a Delaware newspaper in 1975 he didn't buy the concept that in order to even the score, we must now give the black man a head start or even hold the white man back to even the race. I don't buy that. One senior Biden campaign aide said it was a, quote, low blow for the senator to bring up the former vice president's stance on busing and desegregation. I don't know how Biden's going to survive this. Last night, Kamala Harris has changed Joe Biden's nostalgia. Let me ask Ed Martin, yeah. the man who provides us with the Pro-America newsletter, Pro-America report. How do people get that, by the way?
You know, thank you, Ms. Smash. You're always encouraging. ProAmericaReport.com. If you go in there, it'll pop up and a block comes in and you put your email address in. And five days a week, as you mentioned, at 7 a.m. Central Time, I send out a blast email. Gives you some good links. Gives you some of my perspective. It's the ProAmericaReport.com. Thank you. By the way, uh, today's with uh, Where Are the Men? Meaning, hey, hey, come on, badasses, where are you? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but uh, we'll get to that on another occasion. But right now, what is it? In politics, and if anybody knows politics in this town, Ed Martin is is one, if not the guy. What is it that makes Joe Biden take a Kamala Harris after she so insulted him at the debate? And even if it wasn't an insult, it was so derogatory. It's like the hammer falling on him, and she and he picks her. What what? What goes through? Well, look, I mean, I'll tell you, this is important. This is what I want to tell you. This is a very interesting, uh, important political point. Um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Democrat primary, there was Bernie Sanders, yep. right? There was Tulsi Gabbard. There yep. was Cory Booker. There was all kinds of people. But at the top of the list of the insiders in the Democrat Party, in the Democrat Party, there's something that's called superdelegates. If you're a former member of Congress or a current member of Congress, if you're a governor, if you're a former president, all these people, you achieve superdelegate status, which means uh-huh. you have a role in the Democrat Party. It's a party structure. You're it's right. something they've had for about 20 years. And so all the superdelegates are kind of the insiders, the insiders, the establishment, money folks and all. Not Bernie Sanders, not his people, not Tulsi Gabbard, not the upstarts. Mm-hmm. Well, in the Democrat primary, the top two uh, endorsement recipients, Joe Biden, number one, Kamala Harris, number two. In other words, she's been put on the ticket because she's also of the, the universe of people yeah. who know how the game is played and aren't going to rock the boat on the establishment, the Democrats. And, and yeah. the only, one more thing I'll tell you, down at the very end of the picking, you had Susan Rice, mm-hmm. who was one, of Joe, was one of Barack Obama's most trusted yes. aides. Susan Rice was four years as ambassador to the United Nations yeah. under Obama, four years till the very end, down the last days of the Obama administration, she was sending emails to herself saying we did everything by the book on Michael Flynn and the investigation. She was national security advisor. Uh-huh. She was a finalist and Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris was the pick of the wing of the Democrat Party that has the Clintons in it and the Clinton mm-hmm. advisors. Susan Rice was an Obama insider. So, but, but my point here is, you know who's left out? Uh-huh. All those AOC, Bernie, total left-wingers who are saying, hey, I know you tip your hat our yeah. way, but do we think we're going to get a shot? So that's why she was picked. I mean, she's she's an African-American woman. She's got the credentials and all. She's a senator. Uh, one other thing people don't realize, they never pick somebody, very rarely, who hasn't been through the biggest league pressure cooker of running for president or U.S. senator or something. You just don't you don't pick a congressman or somebody that hasn't been at that level. So, But she was picked because she's an insider, just like Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and they needed somebody who if Joe Biden's not there, which yeah. seems kind of likely, yeah. that they'll be okay with that, that, that this, this someone will step in and lead the same direction that the party, the Democrats want. And in conclusion, I was laughing at what you wrote today to the surprise of exactly zero Americans, Kamala Harris. It's kind of like, yeah, we all knew it was coming. <laughs> exactly. but, you know, 59%, 59% of voters say he's not going to make the four years, man. Is that wild? So, yeah, look, I, I, I'm going to say something to smash. I, I love coming on your show. I love your listeners. I mentioned last week I was out in Alton uh, for supper yeah, with some friends. I, I'm, right. I'm loving what's happening uh, with, with there. 
and and I'm excited about it. So I hope I'll come back again to live up to this. But yeah. I got to tell you, I don't I don't think he makes it to the election day. I'm not kidding you. Really? I, I think that I Woo. I think that the, I think that this woman, the other part of this woman, Kamala Harris, she is very close friends with Joe Biden's son, the one who passed away from cancer. Yeah. And and it was very close family, even though she attacked him in the debate. And by the way, in politics. It's a bit like uh, it's a bit like uh, a big league, uh, like NFL football. Yeah. If you're on opposing teams, you beat the hell out of each other. But if you get on the same team, you're happy to be on the same team. That's how politics is. And yeah. anybody who thinks it's ever personal, if you think it's personal, you don't get out of bed after your first run for a dog yeah. catcher. So, but it's here's like, what I'd say: Kamala Harris yeah. might be the only top level person in the Democrat Party who has VP has the kind of proximity emotionally. She was very close to Bo Biden, who was attorney general right. of a state, Delaware, just like Kamala Harris was in, mm-hmm. in the California, and, and could say, hey, Uncle Joe, you can't make this, man. And, yeah. and, and for the future for us to win, I got to step up. She looks like the leading candidate anyway. Yeah, right, so exactly. I think that I, my bet is she, he might point. not make it. He might not even make it to election day. That's a good point, Ed. She looks like the leading candidate. That is Ed Martin right over there. ProAmericaReport.com. Am I thinking correctly, Ed? You got it exactly right. Thanks, Smash. I enjoy the time. Thank you. I'll catch you on the uh, next occasion. That's a smart man right over there. Just turning you on to what happened yesterday and the way it's growing today. But we're going to get the down and dirty for real coming up in next break. And that's because Super Soul Sister is going to come with her assessment. Uno momento, por favor. to environmental resources. If you got yourself uh, an older home, one that was built uh, in the way back when, well, it might have some asbestos in it. All right, those houses were built with asbestos back then. If you got yourself uh, a home that, uh, because of where we are on the banks of the mighty Mississippi, got some mold and mildew that's attached itself to the walls and you got yourself a renovation project, kitchen, bathroom, whatever it is, and you're pulling the walls down and boom, there it is, the black and blue. There's that ugly mold and mildew. You don't want none of that. You won't get sick off that stuff. So that's why I turn you on to environmental resources. Their phone number is 618-471-9119. 618-471-9119. Now, the beauty of what they do is what you don't want to do. All right, because it takes a, a certain form of bravery to come on in there. They got the hazmat suits and, you know, the masks and all that kind of stuff. But 
That's some nasty stuff. That's asbestos. If it's flying in the air and you're breathing that stuff, asbestos, you don't want none of that. Mold and mildew, you know you don't want none of that. But you know what's crazy? I don't get it. How do people then eat blue cheese crumbles on their salads? That's just me thinking mold and mildew. Nevertheless, get you back to the fact that we need to kill that stuff. So you bring in the professionals, all right? You bring in the Army, the Navy, because they will go underwater if that's what it takes over there at Environmental Resources. The Air Force, they will hover above it like Tom Cruise in that one movie where he kind of like fell down in the middle of a bank, was going to rub the bank, and then boom, just fell right there and hovered. That's what it's going to be. They're almost drone-like in their own way. But whatever armed force it is, don't even worry about it. They are your attack dogs when it comes to hitting and knocking out mold and mildew. Asbestos flying in the air. It's the best way I can describe it, really. And you know you don't want it. You don't want it. You don't want your kids breathing that stuff. You don't want your employees breathing that stuff. You got a building like that. 618-471-9119 for Environmental Resources. Super Soul Sister. Next. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Tell you, I love this part of Smash Daily as we do it here Monday through Friday, four to six o'clock. Right, y'all at WBGZ Super Soul Sister. I love her. I tell you what, every time I know she's coming on the air, I just slather my head with Jerry Curl just to feel at home with this young lady right here, Super Soul Sister. <laughs> Are you there, young man? Uh, you wouldn't talk to me, Miss. I love you, kid. Well, hey, this is a, a big day, I guess. Uh, I'm, But, you know, you the great thing about the thing we do with Super Soul Sister, we call it Experience Black, because you're going to experience black right now, all right? That's the black mm-hmm. attitude, the black... Uh, you're going to be enlightened off of what happens here. And I am also going to be enlightened because I've known Super Soul Sister for 30 years, and I still become smarter every time I, I talk to Sister Smart. Let me just put it that way. That's right. I don't... <laughs> So, here's, uh, here's uh, man, I tell you what. Here's, here's the way it kind of, it started, and I played it with Ed Martin a little bit ago, where, where Kamala Harris uh, attacked Joe Biden at the, at the uh, primary uh, debates and everything. Right. And, and now, mm-hmm. well, t- take a listen to this. Now, she's all doing this, you know? I have decided that I am with great enthusiasm. We're going to endorse Joe Biden for president of the United States. I believe in Joe. I really believe in him, and I have known him for a long time. One of the things that we need right now is we need a leader who really does care about the people and who can therefore unify the people. And I believe Joe can do that. 
Um, I am supporting Joe because I believe that he is a man who has lived his life with great dignity. Um, he is a, a public servant who has always worked for the best of who we are as a nation, and we need that right now. So Super Soul Sister, she's talking about uh, she, she takes Joe Biden as a man of great dignity. And just a, a moment ago at the debates, she was just calling him the biggest ass that there ever was, man. Huh? Right, that he was a racist. You know, that little girl was me. Yeah, you know that, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know in politics there are no permanent friends and no permanent permanent enemies. Good I point. get that. Yeah, right. But. On. Uh, you know what? I, 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 that's why I could never be in politics. Cause what I say, what I mean, and I mean what I say. Well, now, you, if I was yeah. calling you a racist, just you know, last year, yeah, you know, because of your busing and and right. uh, policies, then now all of a sudden, you know, that's what I can't stand about politics. And the thing is, it's about policies. You know, yeah. everybody needs to get out of their feelings. It's not about who you like, who you don't like. What are the policies that they're mm-hmm. supporting? That's all yeah. I'm looking at. Right. Up. And that's why I'm not, I, I, I can't get with her yeah. at all. Well, let me let me she's barely black anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, she's calling herself black now, but yeah. all these years ago, she wasn't black. You know, because her mother is Indian. Oh, is really? they, You know, South yeah. Asian. She's yeah. from India. Ah. And her dad is uh, Jamaican. Yeah. And he was through with her, too, because remember, she was on uh, the that morning show and was laughing about smoking weed and oh, listening yeah. to Tupac. Yeah. And her dad. Please. Yeah. Her dad uh, kind of said, hey, wait a minute. You aren't old enough to have listened to Tupac before he even put out any records, you know? Thank and yes. then not only that, her father was a professor at Stanford. Oh, no kidding. And he's like, your, your, yeah. And she's, he was like, your ancestors in Jamaica are proud people. We, none of us ever smoke weed. Because that's what she was saying. Somebody asked her about weed. Tell me, well, of course I know about weed. I'm Jamaican. <laughs> you know? And right. I was like, okay. And her dad is like. Totally done with her. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But you know he what? He was like, no, all of your ancestors is rolling over in their grave. Yeah. Well, you know. None of us smoke weed. If <laughs> I wound up being the vice president and maybe the president and my dad was done with me, I'd say, Papa, don't preach. I'd pull out some Madonna on the dude. That's that's just no. me. Don't preach to me. I'm the vice president. Hey, uh, huh? they say that she's tough, man. And they, let me I'm going to play you the way she was grilling this guy Kavanaugh when he was going for Supreme Court judge. How can you not right. remember whether or not you had a conversation about Robert Mueller or his investigation with anyone at that law firm? This investigation has only been going on for so long, sir. So right, I'm not sure I do. I, I'm just trying to think, do I know anyone who works at that firm? I might know. Ed- have you had a, that's not my question. My question is, have you had a conversation with anyone at that firm about that investigation? It's a really specific question. I would like to know the person you're thinking of, because what if there's... <laughs> I think you're thinking of someone and you don't want to tell us. <laughs> she squared him off a little mm-hmm. bit there, yeah. That She's... was funny. Yeah, that was... But then she got ripped by Tulsi Gabbard. Oh. Tulsi got her, uh-huh. and it wasn't nothing she could say. Yeah. Because when uh, Tulsi went for it, too, it was... if you pull the same tough act on her, yeah. 
she don't have no answers for you. Yeah. Because Tulsi was like, uh, while you was laughing, talking about smoking weed, how many black men and brown men have you locked up for the same thing? Well, you know, how many... Yeah. Uh, the fact that prosecutor. She, wait, go ahead. Well, she's a prosecutor, and but isn't that her job as prosecutor? And that's her job, but some of it isn't. When you 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 know how it's a double standard. You go to jail forever for a nickel bag, and I can have a kilo of weed uh, of of cocaine, and yeah. I'm white, and I you know might do six months. Yeah, when'd you ter- turn white? I uh, uh, okay. You know, hey, let me I add. do sometimes. Let, like, oh my God! Okay, but fine. anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry for that setup. Anyway, let me roll this. But at yeah, you. it's the discrepancies in sentencing. <laughs> um, she also got in trouble for. Um, she came up with some like thing for truancy for parents or whatever, oh, and yeah. locked up a lot of you know working yeah. mothers that yeah. you know it's only so much you can control you can have over your kids. Everybody right. knows that. Yeah, and right. if you at work or whatever, you don't have control over what they're doing. And you know locking a parent up yeah. for something like that. Come um, on. Well, let me throw you this know, at you. I, what? I just want to throw this at you and see what you think. All right. What? A lot of people Go don't ahead. even know this, but but she and Mrs. Biden, Joe's wife, do not yeah. do not get along. And after she kind of like in a in a roundabout sort of way called Joe Biden a racist of that busing, it, uh, after that debate, they went out behind the building. I mean, they were fighting her and Mrs. Biden. Listen. I tell you what, I couldn't even believe it when I found that footage. That okay, well, yeah. she was black for a few minutes. I don't know, but that's what they said it was, was uh, Kamala and Mrs. Biden were fighting in the back lot. Jiminy Christmas. Right. That's okay. wild. Yeah. But I know what you're probably uh, thinking in uh, your own individualistic fashion, and that is, sir, that is this. So, to high to get over, <laughs> low to get under. So, anyway, anyway. So you're not a Kam- uh, in the end here. You are not a Kamala Harris fan. No, not at all. Okay, wow. Because that's that's surprising. That's surprising because the way it's being pictured is that because she is a quote unquote woman of color. Some people call her black uh, woman, but she's a woman of color. Because of that, uh, they're saying that she is like prime to be. The president, because ain't nobody like fifty nine percent of America thinks Joe Biden ain't even gonna make this full term here, you know, mm-hmm. and she's gonna step That's on in. True. So now, but it's it's just the Democratic 
uh, party line, you, you know what I mean? Because really, she's been in the running for the longest. When you really think yeah. about it, look how she got out of the race when it came to California because she knew she was going to lose. Yeah, right on. Yeah, okay? she So did. she got out yep. to prevent that embarrassment, and mm-hmm. then I think that's when they decided then. Mm-hmm. And then if you think about it, then everybody got out. Yeah, right. Um, so Biden, nobody mm-hmm. black was left mm-hmm. to split any black vote in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So then, therefore, he could take the vote. Yeah. And then it's been, you know, downhill, in my opinion, ever since. You uh, know what I mean? They I set all mean. this stuff up. Yeah. It's just a cartoon. So let me let me slide over to a little something else just real, real quick before we wind it up here. And I always love talking with Super Soul Sister here. And um, what's going on with the... Just to use the term black music, kind of like when I grew up, it was like the Temptations, the Four Tops, Motown, mm-hmm. you know, Memphis, Chicago. It was, it was, it was that, man, you know? And, yeah. And uh, you had great songs like My Girl. Those were romantic songs. And I'm going to play you a piece, uh, uh, just a little piece, and this is the cleanest piece of the song that I can play. Uh, okay. What is a new romantic song, uh, I guess, for the black community, for everybody? Because it's the number one downloaded song in America. This is phenomenal. And please let us know what you think about the song right after. This is Cardi B and Megan. Oh, the, Lord. The the Here we go. Put this wet and gushy. Not from the top. Make it drop. That's some wet and gushy. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet and gushy. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wet and gushy. Macaroni in a pot. That's some wet and gushy. Huh. So now that is, uh, is that? Uh, what's, what's going on there, Super Soul Sister? That's uh... Honey, I don't ask me because I ain't <laughs> had one in a long time. But anyway, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's a car, that's a cartoon too. Now, you know, yeah. and I both know, this music nowadays that these kids doing, you know, every generation, I guess I done got old. Now yeah. I'm sitting up here like, ooh, listen to what them young people listen to. The same thing that yeah. happened to us. Right. So we was listening to our stuff. Exactly but right. But that stuff is just horrible. Yeah. I mean, no talent yeah. whatsoever. And, you know, I, I, I saw a clip now that you said it. Ben Shapiro, you know, the little conservative guy liked about heart I had a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, probably needs to go find uh, one. Maybe he could calm down. Yeah. But, um, yeah, terrible. Right. Just terrible. terrible. But right. then the double standard, people want to say, well, why is it when a woman talk about herself, men talk about themselves all the time and what they got, so what's the problem? Well, I, that, I, 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 I can't get with none of them. Well, that, no. that's not a, really a problem. That started in the in the caves back in the days of Cro-Magnon Man. Oh, what Cro-Magnon. <laughs> okay. Thanks for being on. Who needs to stop? <laughs> a lot of y'all can't use that one. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, Super Soul Sister. We'll catch up with you on another time. Much love to you, my darling. Yes. All right, then. All right, honey.
Godfather of Soul, right there, James Brown, the greatest. I remember going to see James Brown. I was like 13 years old. Me and a couple, two, three of my white buddies sneaked into the Indianapolis Coliseum. And when we got in there, because we crawled in through, believe it or not, the bathroom window, and uh, we did, and we got into, and it was packed with black people. And so we thought, oh, no. We thought we were cool because we went to a, a predominantly black high school. And I don't know, somebody smiled at us and said, come on into the row here. And we did. And boom, we were about 10 rows back. James Brown. And oh, man, it was the first time ever I had seen not only a band that big, uh, but I mean, live and everything. But women, his background singers, had fingernails that were so long they were twisted and curled at the end. You ever seen that? I, not in person. Where do you live, pal? Uh, I live about 10 miles away well, from here. Of course you wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> so anyway, th- that was an amazing thing to me. And I lo- love James Brown ever since then. I'm going to ask you, and Automatic is the producer here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you celebrating today? In 1981, IBM introduces the first personal computer. It's a Model 5150. I remember it so well. Uh, it was at a press conference in New York City. The 5150 was presented having an Intel 8088 microprocessor running at 4.77 megahertz, 16 kilobytes of random access memory, RAM, no disk drives, price tag of $1,500, which would be nearly $7,000 today. You're a computer typing yeah. out, man. How are you celebrating that you today? You know, I am celebrating by spending time on my computer. I was actually, okay. I was reading an article about that this morning. <laughs> and to, to put it into perspective, the the modern Intel Core processor yes. is now i9. To mm-hmm. think about the development over time. In the, It's really, truly in- incredible if you look back at that, especially the RAM in this yeah. computer. So what's the difference between that one and this one? Uh, what is it, speed or something like that? Or what? It's, yeah, it's absolutely. Memory capabilities? It's memory speed yeah. to a, by a factor of 1,000 oh, or really? more. Yeah. Uh-huh. And has that made man smarter, shall we say? You know, I think that's an interesting point because I think now 
at any more than any other other given point in time, we have more access mm -hmm. to information. I mean, too think, much, too much. If you think about it, our cell yeah. phones are almost making us androids. I know, um, but I don't think we're using it you as were well. Playing uh, one of those uh, cell phone games while yeah. the Candy Crush is that what it was? Yeah. Well, then I don't blame you. Uh, but Super Soul Sister was talking, and you're playing Candy Crush over there, and I thought. Bravo, it's multitask. High score, too. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget when they brought that forth, and it's kind of like, who wants one of these? Right. At $1,500, no less. That was a lot of money back oh, then. Oh, for sure. I will say, I did spend $1,500 to buy one of the early VCR recording units that had a remote with about a 30-foot cord on it. <laughs> And I thought I was badass in my apartment building. Serious business. Isn't that now. incredible? Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. And now you get them for what? Less than a hundred bucks. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm definitely a consumer electronics nerd, so that kind of oh, stuff yeah. is really cool. Yeah. So, anyway, of course, uh, that stuff's gone now. Remember Beta? Were you old enough to remember Beta versus VHS? You know, I was. I was right at the end of the VHS era ah. into DVD. Ah, yes, yeah. exactly. You don't know all that much about back then, but also on this date, 1963. He was 42 years old. Stan Musial of the St. Louis Cardinales announces his retirement from baseball at the end of the season. Of course, Stan, uh, man, I got to sit next to him at a ball game once. They allowed me to sit next to him for some odd reason. And uh, <laughs> he asked me, do you want any autographed baseball cards? And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Stan Musial's offering me autographed baseball cards? And I thought, sure, because... You could sell them sell down those the line. Kids. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. So, but, I, I mean, I didn't sell them. I, he only gave me like three of them, but I, and I kept them. I know exactly where they are and amongst all the stuff that I don't know what's uh, in there. That's pretty incredible, though. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. So uh, Stan was, uh, was a cool dude. I was glad to have sat with him at least that one particular moment in time. And other than that, I'm just looking at various things. I'm sure you'll be celebrating with your lovely wife. What is her name again? Miranda. Oh, you think? Yeah. And... Uh, the Wizard of Oz was uh, released today, sir. You know, that is actually, fun fact, my favorite yes. movie of all time. Victor Wizard Fleming, of... yeah, really? that is my favorite movie of all time. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. You know, my great, 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 great uncle was one of the munchkins. I believe it. I can yeah. see it in your tall exactly. stature. He was, he was the tallest of the munchkins, but nevertheless, Makes one sense. of them. But celebrate in your own individualistic fashion here this evening. And uh, that's about all I'm looking at there. All right. We're going to go ahead and close it up. It's a magnificent day outside. We'll enjoy the drive heading on back to where we're heading on back. The main thing is hopefully you're going to be heading on back tomorrow, Thursdays, as always, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock right here. 107.1 FM, the Big Z. It is Smash Daily. Smash, dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 I dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, smash, smash. Smash, 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 smash,